the show like my like the people that I'm currently idolizing how you doing y'all we got a show for you <laughs> who are you idolizing the Hodge twins <laughs> oh nice yeah but but you're not a <laughs> I'm not a twin you're also not a large not black a man large with blue black eyes with with a ripped black man with blue yeah, eyes yeah that's true you're not a large ripped, ripped black, black man with man. blue eyes anyway hello everyone this is Pod, Pod Bros, Bros, a, a production, production of, of Sound Bros, Bros Productions. Productions. It is Sunday night, the week before Thanksgiving. We are completing a year. We are. We are completing a year. Completing a year of Pod Bros. Pod Brewery. <laughs> Pod Brewery. Pod Brewery. Pod Brewery. Um, yeah, so we are... Coming at you from the future site of our studio, which will be this week or next week, because now we don't have a choice. <laughs> well, that's the that's that's how the it goes, right? This thing. It's, how, it's how it goes. It's actually really good. We got some commission stuff coming up. We've got a uh, actually met a gentleman today. We we're actually going to be uh, we've been we've been hired for folio work. We've been hired for a um, and. Uh, a non-main character in an anime recording. For as those well. of you who don't know what Foley is, yeah, it's not a famous person who records stuff in a van down by the river. <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? You ruined my. <laughs> Did my I ruin joke. your joke? I'm sorry. <laughs> There's three different people we know that are named Foley. <coughs> oh yes, you're not a famous person who records <laughs> audiobooks. Okay. Whose name is Kevin Foley. Does he record audiobooks? Not the one you're thinking of. There's another guy named Kevin Foley. Oh, okay. Who is an award-winning audiobook recorder. You're not a guy who lives in a van down, down by, by the, the river. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and you're not an internationally known pastor who is part of the leadership of the Potter's House. And you're not that internationally known pastor's son who is the best trash driver truck guy we know. That's true, which is multiple people we know that are named so Foley. That is now four people that we know that are two of which we actually know personally. Truth. So, well, anyway, Foley is I think it would be hard for you to know know Matt Foley personally considering the fact that he's, he's no longer with he us. He is no longer with us. He has uh, he has passed on He's into gone the to that he's gone to that giant van in the sky. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Bit-shaped cloud. In the oh sky. gosh. Uh, steady di- steady diet of government cheese. Right? Yeah, I think he might have been on the other stuff. Oh, the never mind. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, f- to to end Foley is uh, to to you know the, it is the recording of sound effects for a show, right? And so it's it's actually really cool. You know, you do things like breaking celery and you know filling up water in in a in a you know in like a kiddie pool and splashing through it, you know, or just different things like that. So we actually are going to be doing all of the Foley sounds and the background music for this anime uh, that I, I met the writer of the anime today. Mm. Um, and I can't, um, I'm not allowed to say the the name of the main actor, but one of the main actor for it, the main voice actor for it, um, I believe, is, uh, is, uh, is actually a pretty... I mean, he's 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 building his name, but he was he was on a couple of shows. One of the one of which I believe was The Walking Dead, hmm. um, and he was he was on for a couple of episodes. So, um, which is kind of cool. So he's that's kind of cool. I I told the guy I said, look, I'm not I'm not interested in being you know I'm not interested in creating a name for myself. I do it for fun. So I'll just do it. He's like, oh no, I've got a perfect character for your voice. Like, mm. oh. As as it usually goes, people mm. hear me and they go. I know exactly what I want you to do. 
So. So anyway. Alrighty um, then. So it's. <coughs> we're coming up on Thanksgiving. We are coming up on Thanksgiving, and once again, Nick doesn't want turkey. It's true. Nick never wants turkey. Nick doesn't want turkey. But that's okay, because. I bought a 12-pound brisket. 15. Is it a 15-pound? It's a 15-pound brisket. Okay. And we're going to smoke that bad boy. Not like a cigar. We're going to put it in a smoker and then cook it and eat it. Or shoot it. We're not going to do that either. Although the, I've heard the lead tastes pretty good if you get it if you if you do yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll pass. No, yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, uh, I got a new gun. You did get a new gun. I got the Doom shotgun. So that's kind of cool. For our for any of our listening audience, which I I know is not that big anymore, but for any of our listening audience that has ever played the original Doom ninety five, I got the super shotgun, which is the double barrel shotgun. So it's super cool. Yep. Yep. Totally nerded out on it when I got it. Nerd. So. But, uh, yeah. So, I think we should jump right into the uh, ridiculousness. So, Nick sends me this picture. Oh, no, no. Not that ridiculousness. I was talking about the other ridiculousness. Oh, which ridiculousness? The the headline. Oh, the headline. Okay. We'll talk about the other ridiculousness later. Which one? The, the secret plans? Yeah. Secret plans helped Brooklyn Synagogue pull off massive maskless wedding. So and then the priest died. No, so here's that a different wedding. So here's the thing. So this so there's been this they're they're ultra orthodox Jews. Okay. They live in New York. Okay. And they have been at, at almost nonstop constant odds with uh Cuomo. Yeah, it's because Cuomo's a is a Jew hating Nazi. Oh yeah, he's not just not just the Jews, but he, he tends to go after them pretty heavily. Yeah, I've actually seen some of the I, videos. I think of, the term is Nazi. I said that Jew hating Jew hating Nazi, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. Anyway, a- Andrew, let's let, let's go there for a moment. This show. Uh, Fair warning is going to be heavily political because, dear goodness, do we live in insanity right now. Andrew Cuomo, the guy who sent people that had coronavirus to um, old folks' homes, killing old people. And he is winning an award for his handling of the coronavirus because he did such a good job. This is how insane the Democrats and the left have become. And to anybody who says, oh, well, we can all get along if we don't have if we have differing political views to that, I say yes. But if you believe the 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 this 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 Democrat liberal view anymore, you need to have your brain checked because something is wrong. These people are actively trying to dis- destroy our country, and we're sitting alongside and allowing them to do it, and it's ridiculous. Continue. So anyway, he I guess he's been at odds with this particular group of uh, ultra-Orthodox Jews for a while. Um, they're, they're those, you know, they're the ones who, they wear the, the tassels on their clothes, yeah. and they have the big beards, and they wear the hats all the time, and they... They their church is segregated. The traditional segregation, men and women are segregated oh, yes, in the church yes, and yes, stuff yes. like that. All the all of the Old Testament stuff. I don't. They might. I don't know if they do. I, mean, I haven't actually researched this, but they might actually do like yearly sacrifices too. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, they are ultra orthodox. Well, I mean, I guess. Yeah, so, anyway. Um, anyway, so <coughs> they had planned a wedding. A couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago, and it had gotten out, and they had been shut down by the police. Oh, wow. Because uh, it was supposed to draw over 10,000 people. <laughs> That's a throwdown right there. So, they planned this one, and I read the article. They, no one knew. Like, no one knew. The synagogue is next door to one of the fire department precincts. Wow. Who does this, who gets called for coronavirus infractions. Oh, good grief. And they had no clue. 
until when? The day after. As a matter of fact. The day after. As a matter of fact, according to the article, which was, I guess, originally posted in a, um, in a very, in a Jewish newspaper that's in the okay. area. I forget yeah. what it's called. It said it in the article, but the only reason that anyone knew about it is because they put it in the newspaper. If they hadn't have put it in the newspaper, nobody would have. No one would have actually known that anything happened, except for the people that went, and it still drew to th- ten thousand. No, no, no. This one drew seven thousand men. Seven thousand men, and it didn't leak. So what they did, and you're telling me, you're telling me that there's a leak in the White House, or that the Russians were involved in whatever. Well, if and you there ask- are seven thousand men that can keep a secret. Thank you very much. Well, if you I don't know what me, my point is here, but if you ask me, I think we should. Uh, I think we should talk to some of these people about maybe beefing up security at the White House. Seriously. <laughs> All right, we need these to be kept secret. Yep. Nobody needs to know. You're on. You're on it. <laughs> Good Lord, that's awesome. So, um, so did they get in trouble. What is he going to do? How can they get in trouble? Technically speaking, there's no actual evidence of them being there because nothing was printed, nothing was posted. Everything, all the information was disseminated by word of mouth. How did 7,000 people show up without anyone knowing? Uh, Jews are balling, bro. Yeah, rolling up in 10, 15 at a time. So there's video footage of them in there. Singing and stomping. Getting down. Getting down on this wedding, bro. Inside the synagogue. Inside the synagogue. It just, nothing went outside. That's bomb. It, it was boss. That's boss. I was reading it and I'm like, yeah, stick it to the man. Heck yeah. So, well, that's the problem. That is the problem with this current insanity in our culture is that that's what it leads to. It leads to actual dissemination like that. Well, where you have to go against your government, and then you have to be in rebellion or whatever you want to well, call it. you know, honestly, I look at stuff like that, and I'm like, I'm looking at it from the perspective of a lot of these guys. It's very possible that they survived the Holocaust. No doubt. Now, I will say this. This is something I thought was very interesting. Or if they didn't survive the Holocaust, they're on the tail, they were on the tail end of it, and they heard the stories growing up. Well, here's the thing that's interesting to me. The head, the main guy, the... The, the, um, the rabbi? The rabbi, the main rabbi who just died of coronavirus. Is it that guy? He had been, he had been pushing and speaking out publicly about following the rules, the coronavirus rules. Really? And he just died. He was 70 years old. Oh, and gee. I, and I'm reading it, and I, it, it just struck me just now. If he's 70 years old, he was born after the Holocaust. And it makes sense that someone who was born after the Holocaust... Would be pushing for the rules. ...wouldn't know how dangerous it is yeah. to say, let's follow the rules. Yeah. The government is here to help us. Yeah. They just have our best interests at heart. I'm I'm listening to him. I, I I read some of the stuff that he said, and I'm thinking to myself right now, putting the connection together. I'm yeah. like, this would be one of those moments where, if we were, you know, seventy five years ago, eighty years ago, in the in the uh, in the nineteen thirties, this would be one of those moments where all of the Nazi Party members are all sitting around talking about how they're very confused. That all of their Jewish friends like Hitler so much. Right. And they've read his manifesto and still like him. It's like, well, he's not talking about us. He's talking about other Jews. It's like, no, he's talking about the Jews. Yeah. It's, it's no coincidence that in New York, the two groups that have been attacked have been the Jews and the Christians. Right. The Muslims haven't been attacked. Nope. The Mormons haven't been attacked. The Jehovah Witnesses haven't been attacked. No, it's been the Muslim. It's the, been the Jews the and the anyone Christians. else. It's been the Jews Judeo and the Christians. Christianity. Although I did read something a while back, and I, I unless think you're a, unless you're a business owner, it's been the Jews, the Christians, and the business owners. Well, that's I I read an article a while back because and and then it vanished about a synagogue about a mosque in New York City that was getting crap. 
Yep, and then whoever was giving them crap probably got caught and was told to stop. Either that or they, I mean, they do stuff in secret anyway. They're oh, the, the mosques don't care. They're not listening to anybody. Well, I mean, the mosques are in the same boat as they're in this. The, the thing that sucks about all of this is that when, and this is the reason why Jefferson took the stance he took on religious freedom. And, and this is the reason why I take the same stance. Religious freedom is religious freedom for everyone. Of course. It's not just for the fact that I'm a Christian or a Jew or, or a Muslim or whatever. Religious freedom is for everybody. Correct. And when you start, and a lot of people, especially Christians, they get into the standpoint where they're like, when they're attacking us, we should, we should push for, for our freedom. And it's like, no, no, we should be pushing for religious freedom. Because what happens is, is that they start with us, yes. Because we're the loudest, we're the most vocal. And we are, on one hand, the most willing to follow instructions. Because Cause it's in our creed. Because it's in our creed. <laughs> but we're also the ones who are the first ones to say, all right, enough's enough. Right. We, now, now, here's the issue. That point, but here's the problem, is that once they get rid of us, they go after the other religions. Of course. And what we're seeing in China right now is that. Right. Because they went after the Christians, and the Christians went back underground. Yep. Because they came out. Because it was like, hey, we can come out, we can have our churches. The, you know, churches started growing, tons of people started getting saved. The, I mean, the, there are more Christians in, in China, China than the entire population of the United States. Yeah, That's which crazy. Is, which is awesome. They started coming out. They started having churches. I mean, people getting pastors from America going to, you know, from all over the world, going to China, starting churches. Crazy stuff, right? Yep. You know, crazy unheard of stuff. And then the communist government in China, because they're still a communist government, yep. they decided they redoubled down. Christianity is not a good idea. Let's go back to making what is it, Buddhism or Hinduism or whatever it is. Let's stick with that. And this is gonna be our state religion and we're gonna attack Christianity. Which is so confusing to me because wouldn't you wanna make Christianity the state religion? Because Christianity Christians, Christians are promotes Rendering under Caesar what is Caesar's. Christians are, Christians traditionally are the best citizens. The most well-behaved. They're the most model citizens. They're not into vices. They're not into <coughs> things that degrade the society. Correct. They're interested in the uplift of society. They're interested in working for the betterment of the whole. Right. Because the truth of the matter is, is that communism is a perversion of Christianity. Right. Christianity is that God is the ultimate ruler, the benevolent dictator, and Christian and Christians live under the benevolent dictator of God. Communism removes God from the equation and puts man in that place, which is why it doesn't work because man is flawed. Right. Because communism is based on the premise that man is basically good, and that if we all just live together in utopia, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. The problem right. is, is that but man, man is not inherently the, good. The That's problem the is, is that of all people. Christians should be the best communists. Right. And yet, the early church couldn't do it. The pilgrims couldn't do it. Right. I mean, they literally called themselves Puritans. <laughs> we are going to rigidly follow the Bible. They couldn't do it. Yep. They couldn't do communism. What makes you think that people that are self-centered egotistical, are going to be able to pull this off. Yeah, exactly. They're not. It doesn't work. It's never worked. Right, right. Well, let, let's go back, though. And, and, and I just there's something else I want to say here. This is something that I've been wanting to say for a while. I don't know why it's taken me so long for me to put this connection together in my brain. But now that I've put it together, I need to say it. Okay. What makes voting for your dictator any different Okay, socialism doesn't work. Let's add Democrat to the front of it. We voted for the dictator. How does that change it? It's still socialism. It yeah. still doesn't work. Uh, because because we've added we've added so much emotion to it that it's now become a mental disorder. That's why. Well, th this is this is what I'm saying. Is that? Sorry, it's bugging you. No, it's rubbing on my mustache <laughs> and my beard. But this is what I'm saying. You sound better just in that little bit that you did. Why are we saying if we vote for the dictator, it's better? 
because voting is the big thing. Th- because this it is, gives us power. This is, and uh, I'm reading. I'm reading a book series right now. It's fictional or pseudo fictional, I guess. But um, the world is destroyed, and they vote for a guy to take over. Yeah. And then he removes the ability for people to vote. Nice. And he's the dictator of the world. And he, you know, he makes all these excuses about how voting is inefficient and democracy and the is inefficient and blah blah blah. But I, I'm listening to the story and I'm like, this is what's gonna happen. This is this is what happens. Because look at look at Russia. Look at the Bolshevik Revolution. Right. The Bolshevik Revolution was not the first revolution. It was the second revolution. They had a revolution. The communists had a revolution. The Marxist communists in Russia had a revolution. Right. They overthrew the Tsar. They killed Nicholas III. They killed uh, Rasputin. They killed them both. And then elected... The dictator. Their dic- No, their, their government. Right. Because according to Marxism, you have to have a representative government... And then from the representative government, it becomes a communist utopia. Because Marx was looking at it from the perspective of Germany and England. Right. Because Germany and England had a representative system. Where in both cases, the people overthrew the dictatorship, put in a democratic system, and then were moving towards communism. Hitler is the end result of the German version of communism, which is socialism, or Nazism, really, not socialism. In, in England, you have the other side of it, which is much more like socialism. Whereas, and so to, for those of you who don't understand, the classic definition... I was going to say, you need to give the this is, this you is, need to give the This is important. The classic definition, socialism, is the government puts caps on things. You can produce whatever you want, but this is the limit you of how much you can produce. produce this amount. This is the maximum amount of wealth that you can attain. That the as a as a society as a whole, right? This is the maximum amount of wealth that the society as a whole is allowed to have. That is socialism. It is the idea of making everyone equal, which is why socialism is so much easier to get to from to. It's so much easier to get to communism for socialism. Right. Because you're almost there. Nazism, which is what they had in Germany, which is still socialism. They were the National Socialist Party. Right. Nazi is National Socialist Party. Nazism is the government tells you what to produce. You have no limit. You have no cap. There's no cap on the amount of wealth that can be produced, but they tell you what to produce. So, right. excellent example, Germany tells this company, you're a car manufacturer, you're now making trucks for the Army. You're a car manufacturer, you're now making tanks for the Army. You are a precision screw manufacturer, you're making bullets for the Army. Right, right. You're a concrete company. You are now making prefab walls for bunkers and for structures. Make as much as you want. Endless contracts. All you have to do, and all these, any of these companies have to do, is be part of the Nazi party. I mean, that's where Schindler, from you know Schindler's List, the epic, right. the epic story, you saving, saved thousands of Jews. Right. His company was producing artillery rounds. And bullets for the for the German military, and he had he had these guys that were working for him, these Jewish concentration campies. They had you read the book. They had a system of disseminating this weaponry that was defective. Not a single one of the rounds that he produced ever fired. Wow! He produced a defective materials. He had the Germans convinced that they were the best quality product, and he disseminated them through the military so well that they had no clue. Wow. There's actually a scene in the movie 
which was from a, a part of the book where one of the guys shows up with an artillery round that didn't fire. And he's shocked. And so that he brought it to Schindler personally because he was so shocked. Because you're Schindler, and Schindler makes the best materials. Because he sold himself. You know I've never seen Schindler's List. It's a great movie, by the I way. I really should watch it. Um, I think we have it. Do we? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But he brings it to him, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let's get this taken care of. <laughs> they, in the book, it's so brilliant because he's he's like, this is crazy. I, don't, I mean, can you keep this on the down low? And he's, like gonna, he's going to pay the guy off. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I won't tell anyone. We'll keep this between us. And he's like, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Like, like he's convincing these guys that he's this amazing manufacturer. He's actually sending out completely defective. defective materials. How did he get them convinced that they, how do you do that? The same way that you do it in any situation like that. You use their pride against them. Right. Okay. Well, the, I, you vouched for me. That means your name is on the line. Oh, Schindler, he's the best. He produces the best materials. Absolutely. I totally vouch for him. That's amazing. So you're okay with him taking all these Jews out of the concentration camp to work in his factory? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. They, he makes the best materials. He deserves it. He deserves for us to give him extra workers. Oh, okay. All right. He was taking Jews out of Auschwitz. Wow. When he was when he was on trial, Schindler Schindler was on trial because he was part of the Nazi Party after the war. He had over a thousand Jewish concentration camp refugees show up at his trial and demand that he be released. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Speaking of, it's actually really good that we're talking about the Nazis and, and World War Two because there's been so much rewriting. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. And history rewriting. I, I, I've been hearing stories now of people that don't even believe that the Jew, that the Nazis did what they did and that the Jews were no, the, the Jews were wiped out and that the concentration camps even existed. Like well, they they don't believe that's it. why like, Patton insisted on everyone taking pictures. Yep. And and it was a very good and thing. And the too. truth is does anyone know about the Japanese concentration camps? No, they don't. Because there isn't any picture. I mean, there is, but there isn't few, but enough. They're, f they're, f they're, f they're few and They took between. hundreds of pictures in yeah. Germany. Yeah. And no one knows about the Russian concentration camps. Yeah. Where in, not in, in communist Russia, they were exterminating the Jews. Yep. Ten million Jews. Yep. Stalin, Stalin personally yep. has ten million people to his name. That he personally had executed. That that's insanity. The level of this stuff. Anyway, so it's good that we're talking about this because this needs to be so, reminded of. What my point was, but let me just real quick here. I want to complete my thought. That's all right. I lost where I was going. Okay, I'm sorry. China. They attacked the they they're back on attacking the Christians again, right, right? Right. So the Christians go back into hiding because they've already been in hiding. Right. So they just go right back to it. And who and do they go to next? Right. The Muslims. The Muslims. And they round them up, and they have them in concentration camps in western China, and they are exterminating them in concentration camps. Right now. Right now. Yep. I'm talking about World War II, Nazi Germany-esque concentration camps where they are mass exterminating Muslims in China. Yep. And that, and this is coming from a Christian, is not okay. It's not okay. Why? Why is it not okay? Religious because freedom. No. Yes. That yes, but no. Okay. The cornerstone of what we believe. The fundamental of what we believe is value on human life. That is true. It has at the very base of everything that we do American Christian American religious freedom values Life. Well, that's that is that is the biggest. I, I think that that sums up America as a whole is the value of is life. the value value of human life, and that is why you get people that are so vehemently against Muslims in our country, and 
where the hard the hard part with religious freedom in our country with in that regard is that the base of of the muslim religion does not value human life right <clears throat> and so unfortunately we have to balance the religious freedom side of that right and so how that works is in order to be have your religious freedom and muslim freedom here in america is you do have to tweak your religion and it has to fit here meaning your religion may not value human life but you don't get to act on that right right well and and what's funny is that we actually see that a lot in religions in in american versions of religions that's actually a very common thing like american catholics even hardcore roman catholic american catholics are not like Catholics you'll meet in other countries. Right. And actually, on that same token, most Muslims you meet in America are not like Muslims. Are not like Muslims in other countries. We do have some radical sects now in, say, I don't know. Tucson? Tucson? Do we? Outside of Tucson. We've got some down in Tucson. Uh And we've got some in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. In Minnesota we have a bunch. Is that where Miss Omar is from? Yeah. Psychopath. Which I is so confusing to me that she got elected. Well, it's in, confusing in a, to me that the squad got elected in a in a radical Orthodox Muslim area. Area they elected a woman. They elected a woman, an uncovered woman. I, I don't get it. Well, it's because it's not well, real. Well, whatever, whatever. But we can, I'm we not going to. I'm not going to get into that. We could. We could go deep. We're not going to. We're not going to dive into religious to religious stuff right now. Dear goodness. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just what my point is is unemployed that, in Greenland. <laughs> what my point is is that religious freedom is very important. Correct. And and, and so well, freedom is very important. So here, so in general, so you know, we 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 talked about. We ta- actually. So I, I want to talk about something else because this is this is. I want to talk about something we already talked about. I want to continue that vein. First, it's the bottom of the hour. So we'll talk about that real quick. This is Pod Bros. A production. Of Sound, Sound Bros. Bros. Productions. 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 <laughs> we actually haven't said in a while that we're on oh, yeah, pod, all uh, these platforms. What? Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. At least we should still be on all of them. Um, everybody's been changing their stuff lately. Anyway. So I have to check back in. Anyway, we're, we're on all of that stuff. Um, and if you would like to send us money, send us money. Anyway. As we pause for a station identification. <laughs> As we pause for a station anyway. identification. Uh, so, anyway. Um, so, we were talking about communism. Right. And socialism and Nazism. Right. So, now I feel like it's important, since the, those are all Marxist terms. I'm hungry. Okay. Sorry. Continue. We can talk about that in a minute. I just realized. I just want to finish this. Finish, fin- finish the, yeah. So another Marxist term, and, and this is I've heard this a couple times in the last couple of days, actually in the last couple of weeks, and it's really bothered me, and I feel like I need to say something. Yes. Capitalism. Ah, uh, yes. I was wondering if this so, was going to come up. Capitalism is not what you think it is. Actually, capitalism is not what anyone thinks or says it is right now. Okay, so I'm going to say what capitalism is. Actually, I have no idea. Go ahead. Actually... First, I'm going to say this. Capitalism is a Marx term. It's right. a Marxist term. Right. Well, and that's it the didn't, thing that... It didn't exist before Marx coined it in his stuff. Now that that's said, what, what is... What is Capital, what, when, capitalism. When, when someone says capitalism, what do you think? Um, Not the actual definition of it. What do you when, think? When people says? say capitalism... What I do th- they mean, I guess? Well, they're, I, I believe that they're talking about the, um, the, the, the monetary gain of, of, like, business. Business monetary gain. So, like, a free right. market free, system. Yeah, selling and, buying and stuff and like that. But not a free market because we live in a free market. We don't live in a capitalist. But, but when they say capitalism, that's what they mean. But that, they're, they're, that's what they're talking about. But that's about. what they're talking about. They're yeah. talking about a free market system, blah, blah, blah. And we have these terms now like crony capitalism and all this different stuff. Correct. Yeah. You have companies manipulating the system and blah, blah, blah. The problem is is that, technically speaking, capitalism is crony capitalism. 
They're actually crony capitalism is actually a contradiction. Okay. You can't be crony if you're a capitalist. You're already crony. Okay. Capitalism, excuse me, gosh, capitalism in Mark in in the terminology of Marx because it is a Marxist term is capitalizing on everything. Right. There is no moral barrier. There is no restriction at all. You anyway exploit everything that you could possibly exploit. If something exploit can be sold, you can do. If something can be bought and sold, right. it is bought and sold. Right. From something as simple and as as innocuous as corn to something as blatant and extreme as human life. Got it. Got it. And he he coined these terms living in England. Okay. Seeing the English government function. Right. Because in the English government, in English history, actually in Germany is the same thing. You have lords and kings that exploit everything. That exploit for everything. everything. Yeah. I mean that you, you have you have throughout history you have mercantilism, you have yeah. um uh, uh, feudalism. You have, uh, um, gosh, what's the other term? Uh, where you, uh, where they all live in a communalism? No, they have they're the the <laughs> cat. They have the lord or the king, and everyone works for them. It's feudalism. It's feudalism. But anyway, you have all these different things. It's all the same thing. Actually, feudalism is is communism. Everyone you're, you're lives. talking about the Lord and the King, and then everybody. But what lives I'm saying is that the fiefdoms. Yeah, but so that is what's funny is that what Marx is talking about is with capitalism. He's talking about lords and kings. They buy and sell whatever the heck they want to, including people, drugs, anything. It doesn't right. matter it doesn't if it matter. can be bought and sold. They, it can they be. Do it. And then he talks about communism as if it's a separate thing. But what's funny is that communism is part of capitalism, right? Because it's feudalism. Right. Because feudalism is the lords and the kings get to do whatever the heck they want, and the peasants live on their land and have to toil for the king, and then the king distributes the resources. Gee, that sounds familiar. That sounds just like communism. It does. Because that's what it is. Interesting. But he coined all these different terms. Well, and that's how you change things is by using different terms. Right. And so now, here we are a hundred plus years later, after Marx has long gone and he's read you know, and his manifesto has been Widely disseminated. Widely disseminated and has been taught as if it is truth. As it's God's gift, which is insane. And, and the, the thing is, is that we're not capitalists. We live in a free market system that's governed by a, a set of rules and morals. Right. Where things like selling drugs, selling human life... It's not okay. It, it's not. And... Because, other because because we live in a other moral people's things or lives and selling them right is not okay either right because we live in a moral universe and, and this is this is the thing that a lot of people have a hard time especially libertarians right. have a very hard time with this yeah and they would prefer a capitalist system and it's like no absolutely not right there has to be limits. Well, and the truth of the matter is, is that when when we talk about smaller, when we talk about separating from big government and shrinking the government size, we're leaning the libertarian direction, right? Because ish, ish because we we believe that you should have your own right to govern yourself. The caveat to that, though, of course, is that we live. We also understand and believe that you live that we live in a moral universe and that there are things that are inherently wrong right and that are not okay and of course we as Christians we describe these things as sin right, right. we use the Christianese term of sin but what we're talking about are things that almost as a generalized rule across the world it is not okay to take someone's life. It is not okay to steal someone's stuff. Now, there are... Or to there, steal someone. Or to steal someone, right. Or, or you know, now, or certain levels. Now, now hold, hold on a sec here. I, I, I need to interrupt here for a second because these were not widely accepted rules until the United States. Right. And so what I, what I was going to say was there are cultures that have, have, 
have shifted things so as certain things are okay. You know, taking a life if it's in this situation is okay. Uh, you know, kidnapping that person or stealing this person's stuff within this realm is okay. And then you have the extremes of the other sides of some cultures where if you steal, you lose a hand. Right. Right? Or, you know, the the extre- extremities of... Or like Le, uh, Le Mis. Right. Where, right. Where you have... Actually, I think Le Mis is a great story. It's an excellent example of... Um, the uh, the situation of uh, you know the the people taking over right and instead of having justice justice served instead of having real justice served and compassion right you have harsh justice right so instead of compassion so you, you just know, here's this guy he steals he steals a loaf of bread for his family because. They're because they're starving, right? His sister's family because they're starving. And what does he get for it? Oh, he gets 20 years in prison. And he's marked as a criminal for the rest of his life. And he has this, he has this cop chasing him his whole life, right? And it's like... Right, because he's a criminal. It's such a great example of... Of the problem with, and, and what's interesting is that, of course, they use the French Revolution, which lasted, truthfully, for like a hundred years. Right. Constantly having revolutions because, because the government the wasn't right. <laughs> no, because the, no, oh, oh, we overthrew the government and then. Let's put a new government in. And then it became totalitarian oh, this was again. crap. Let's do this again. Yeah, it's like, okay, have you guys considered, like, a constitution? <laughs> right. President. Maybe a bill of rights, right? You know, I mean that is that, and and so that's I have no idea why my nose is doing this right now. Probably because the temperature just dropped. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I can feel it. My nose just decided right now that move it's the just... heater over so it's blowing at your face. That's a good idea. Continue. Um. So anyway, th- this is where were we going with this? We were talking about morals. Oh, morals, yeah. So the the thing is is that there should there should be a system in place to help poor people. It shouldn't be government mandated, but as a society, as a moral society, right. It is the responsibility of individuals or of organizations. It's well, their moral obligation well, this to is, help people. This is this not Charles Dickens? Exactly. And actually, it's an excellent... You can see how you can go from Charles Dickens to Marx. Very easily. Because in Charles Dickens, Charles Dickens took the high road. Right. He gave Scrooge a second chance. Are there no prisons? No, but he gave gave Scrooge a second chance. Scrooge a second chance. He gave... Oliver Twist, the second chance. Right. Or or you could say, in, in that case, he gave Fagin the second chance. Right, right. He gave these guys, in his books, he gave them the opportunity to not be terrible people. In the case of Scrooge, he's a wealthy businessman extorting and taking advantage. In the case of Fagin and uh, who's the other guy? Um, wait, who are we talking about? We're talking about Scrooge, with Oliver Twist. Fagin. Um, who's who's and, the other guy? Uh, who's the guy with Fagin? If this is torture, man, chain me to the wall. Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember what his name I is. I don't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill. It's Fagin and Bill. It's Fagin and Bill, yeah. He gives these guys... Such, their, a, such a dark story, too. But he give, the point is he's giving these guys the opportunity... The second chance. Yeah. He's giving them the opportunity to be upstanding citizens... And the truth is, in the case of Scrooge, Scrooge was a good guy. Right. And all he needed was someone to show him, what the heck, man? Right. And he said, oh, yeah, crap. I used to be a good guy. Yeah. And I liked being a good guy. I liked being happy. I, I, liked, like being, I liked being happy. I didn't like being a Scrooge. Being a Scrooge, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then the, the, the inverse of that is, 
Here's Fagan and Bill. Right. They are give. This kid is loaded. Right. Oliver. Oliver Twist is he is the heir apparent. Right. Of the wealth. Right. He gets the money. Remind me the story again of Oliver Twist. It's uh, been a long time. He is the he is the son of the affair between between his dad, right, and then his dad's brother is the black sheep who's not getting the money if he exists. Right. So, oh, that's right. So he's hiding him. He's trying to he's trying to get him in trouble. Right. If he gets him in trouble, he doesn't get the money. And the other guy does. Uh, that's right. That's right. Okay. And so, and that's why he's that's why he's working with Bill and Fagan, right? To try to get him in trouble, right? But here, I mean, here's this opportunity. Here's this opportunity for Bill and Fagan to not be criminals anymore, right? You you can be freed from this life. You of... could be upstanding citizens and be like, "Hey, you have this life, right?" And and then totally be like, "Hey, you should feel obligated to throw some money, right?" Right. We, I mean, we we saved your life. We saved, yeah, we saved your life. And and instead, they take this standpoint of, we're going to do this criminal way. And the end result is they, the mob comes after them and right, they hang Bill, and they, I think I think they hang Fagan as well. Right. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on it, but. Um. In in any case, the the point of the story is that what my point is is that they're Charles Dickens gives them the chance to take the high road, and he even shows in Oliver Twist that the people want justice. Right. That's why I mean that's why they chase after them because he's a murderer and they want him right. to be right. They want justice to be served. It's very easy to see how those both of those situations could totally lead to Marx's conclusion that instead of giving people the chance to go the high road, right, the American, actually really the American way of doing things. The, you're right, the American way, which is the high road. Which is the high road, the, the, the chance to start a new life, the, the possibility of somebody like um, uh, Bob Cratchit Right. Who's a nobody who has clerical skills. Right. To become someone. Now, of course, in the in the book, Scrooge stops being a Scrooge and helps him. Right. 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 But in America, that's not necessarily the case. He doesn't necessarily have to. He doesn't necessarily have to have a wealthy Scrooge type person help him. He can do it himself. Right. He can say, hey, I'm really good at being... X, Y, or Z. At yeah. doing these clerical things, at doing these investment things, right? Right. Because in the book, he he fixes a, a, a scribal error. Right. And saves, right. and saves Scrooge a whole bunch of money that he would have lost accidentally. In his scri- so here's a guy who's really good at accounting. Right. In and America, he could start his own account- accounting firm. Right. But in 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 England, that well, wasn't a possibility. Well, what my point is—I mean, is it that, was, but but it was way harder. But it was way harder. But what yes. my point is is that the United States has been that high road, well, and it's and it's part of the reason why people they push this whole social or I mean democratic socialism because they, they it, want they want because to try, it's the type of high road. Well, they they want to try to take the American. Stamp, right, and, and put it yeah. on communism, yeah, exactly on socialism. They want to say it, it's it's the argument that well, America has always done it better, which means that we can do socialism better. Right, right. That's I mean right. that's the argument. At, at the same time, they're hating America and but, saying but that, that America is, is crap. But that is the argument, though. The argument is that America does it better. So American communism, American socialism. Will be better, right? Then everyone else in the in the world has tried this and it's failed miserably, right? But but it's America, so it'll be better. So it'll be better. I mean, you know, let, let's look at Europe with their socialized medicine and all this other crap, and they're having all these issues right now because they're having to pick up the tab for their military that they've never had to pick up the tab for anymore. 
Right. But they've been picked. We've been taking their tab for years and years and yeah. years. And now we're like, um. And now we're like, okay, time for you to pay your fair share. And everyone's like, enough. Oh crap, we have this big military and we don't have money to pay for it because we're paying for everyone's health care. Right. Crap. Well, that stinks. Maybe we should rethink our uh, our perspective here. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. So, that's gross, by the way. That's gross. Um, oh, it's better than... But yeah, no, you're 100%. So, th- this is th- this is the... Uh, this is the problem that we're dealing with right now is that it's this... It's this height of arrogance, right? Hubris. That we're going to be able to do it better. Yeah, it's hubris, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, you're, the arrogance there. Well, and and the arrogance you see it played out in all of these things, all of the the liberal agendas and the talking points. We, I mean, let, let's let me go there for a moment, right? Because we mentioned it earlier that. Our basis in our country is the is the is the care of human life, right? But we also have rampant abortion. Mm-hmm. And what is the argument every time that you bring it up? Well, what about the mother's life? This is the height of arrogance to believe that we can make God's decision better, right? Than He can, right? Well, what? What about, and of course, the counter to those arguments are always the same, which is, yeah, what about the the mother's life? That constitutes for less than 1% of actual needed, needed, and I use that in strong air quotes, needed abortions. Then, uh, of course, the other side is, what about a rape? But here, okay. And then the question, of course, is. Here's the issue here. What about the mother? What about rape? Right. Both of those arguments, we're going to justify that with a murder? Correct. Correct. Well, and that's exactly the point. With a rape, my, I actually had this discussion with somebody the other day. They said, well, what if, what if somebody gets raped? She shouldn't, have to, she shouldn't have to live with that. And my answer was very simply, two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. And so if you don't want to live with that child that you conceived in a rape, which is horrible and is very rare, put it up for an adoption. Because you know what I can say? From a a divorced man who couldn't have children with his wife, I would have almost given anything to take that child and raise that child as well. Well, I mean, let's look at at it from that perspective. How many people, because this is actually something that uh, I've talked about with one of our other brothers, that the percentage of people... Nowadays, they can't have kids. It's women that can't that have problems because of our technology. Right. People are being born today and are living that would have never lived a hundred years ago. Right. Because our technology keeps them alive. Right. People are getting married today who would have never been able to have kids because their blood types are incompatible. Right. That are having them now because of technology. Right. It's not a bad thing. No. But. Who's to say that these people wouldn't be exponentially happier yeah. if there was, say, 50, million, 50 you know, million kids that could be adopted? I would be. Who's to say, and I'm being very speculative because here. Because, to be honest but, but with you. Who's I to w- say, Luke, who's to say that you wouldn't still be married? Absolutely. Actually. If you had had the option to adopt a child that was just thrown in the trash, yeah. Well, and 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 this is what it, you know. There's of course, you know, you can look back on a marriage or anything like that, and and play the game of who and what and why and where. But you know, I'll just I'll wear it out on the sleeve for a moment. I was married for six years. We had five miscarriages. Right. That takes a toll. Yeah. Right. That that hurts. Especially when you want to have that expanding family and you want to have those those children to care for and to raise because it's in your DNA, it's in your makeup, right? right? You know, my wife, uh, you know, my ex-wife wanted to have children. She wanted to be a mom and her body couldn't handle it for whatever reason, right? right? And so, yeah, 
a hundred percent. You know, there's fifty million of these little of these babies that were aborted and and lives were snuffed out, and here we are trying our darndest to have one. And you can't. And we can't. And and of course at all. And then to have that thrown in my face, right? Right by the by the left and by the liberals, right? And I'll I'll even go there. And by some misguided, possibly well-meaning Republicans, yeah, and conservatives and Christians who don't get it. Yeah, I don't care about your. Uh, I I don't care about your 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 straw man fallacy and your and your random reason why this is a bad idea when you're talking about on one hand 50 million and on the other hand my five yeah that I exactly. couldn't have and I'm and and my I've talked to some people five's a lot in six years I've talked to some people that have had ridiculous amounts 10 15. And I, I can't um, I can't imagine that. I mean my 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 marriage imploded after five. Right. Right? Well, you know? And, and this is the the other side of all this, and this is this is personally my favorite argument. How many of those kids yes. Yes. cured cancer, yep. cured AIDS. Yep. Um how many of those kids sent us to Mars? Sent us to the moon, sent yep. us to Mars. Would solved have had, world hunger had the had you know, whatever the, the clue to figure out the issues with power consumption with right. the environment being damaged by our fossil fuels yeah right. how to harness the power from volcanoes right. yeah. how many of these people that we've wholesale slaughtered yes for the sake of inconvenience is fit to side how how many of them were George Washingtons yeah. how many of them because the, a large majority of them are black. How many of them were George Washington Carvers? Absolutely. Here's a guy Absolutely. who was a freaking genius. Genius. Yeah. genius. Well, let, let's go that. Let, you know what? Let's go that route. How many, how many black people do you know personally that are intelligent? All of them? All of them. <laughs> I don't know. Outside of the specific, honestly, outside honestly, of the specific, I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take the statement one further than what you're saying right now. Okay. I think out of all of the people that I know, regardless of who they are, yep, I think I could probably count on one hand people that are actually dumb. Correct. My argument is that people are intelligent, and if you give them the chance to be intelligent, yes. they'll continue to be intelligent. Yes. Yes, but I'm saying this specifically in the case of we are born and raised in the white capital of the world, mm. right? Not so much. It's a statement. But but I, I don't know that many black people, right? okay, or colored or whatever you want to call it. But the ones that I do know, outside of the strange liberal brainwashing, they're incredibly brilliant people. In, in intelligent, in talented, di- different aspects of everything, intelligent, talented, smart, um, uh, uh, common sense, smart, right? Like all of these different things, and gifted in whatever. Yeah, I know thirty instruments, and you go what? Oh, oh, I can do this, 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 and this. I can sing an entire the entire range from the top of yeah. Yeah, the top to the all the way to the bottom. All to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, and I can teach you how to sing them. I can install tile. I'm like, excuse me, what? Oh yeah, that's what I used to do. I used to. Inst- I, I'm a like a pro tile installer. Right. Excuse me. So, and to take it once I've already, because we've mentioned I intelligence. Went, I went to college. I went to college on a wrestling scholarship. I was the best in Illinois. Right. Right. Excuse me, what? Right. So, and, and to take it one step farther, you know, just the, just the entertainment side of it thing. Yeah, absolutely. How many Chadwick Bosemans right. have we killed? Yeah. How many LeBron James have we killed? Denzel Washington. How many Morgan Denzel Freeman. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. How many? And that. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was just, we've only named men, by the way. Yeah. How many Susan B. Anthony? How many? Uh, How she many? Was, she was. Like, she was what? I, I don't care. I, we're talking about how many Rosa Parks since we're going to go there. How many you. Harriet Tubman's? How, how many? Uh, what's you know, her name? The, 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 tennis, the tennis players. Oh, how many Serena Williams? How many Williams sisters? Have we? How many Oprah Winfrey's? You know, I mean, I'm not a fan of Oprah Winfrey and her politics, but she's a brilliant woman. Honestly, hey, we, um, we oh, might as well you know, go there. We might as well go all the way. How many Whoopi Goldbergs? No. How many Michelle Obama? How many Barack Obamas have we killed? Yeah. How many Barack? And because Michelle they're Obamas? black people. They are because the black people that we exterminate. That they are. They are the ones yep. who are being aborted. Yep. How many black presidents? Black politicians? Yep. How many black judges? Yep. How many of them how many, have we? How many Clarence just, Thomases? How many, how many have we just thrown away? Yeah. Absolutely. Because they're inconvenient. Because it's difficult. Because it's hard. And it, yeah. And how do you choose? Because had we aborted the child, we wouldn't have had Hitler either. But that argument remains the same. Doesn't matter. We we have to we have, we have to, to care we, about human. We have to life. take the choice that Charles Dickens takes. We have to give them the chance. Absolutely. It is our it is our responsibility yeah. to give them the choice. Absolutely. It oh, would be Chadwick Boseman's Bosman. Is that his name? Bo- uh, Boswick or whatever. I don't know what his name is. I already I miss him, and I never met him. He was a great guy. <laughs> Everything about him was a great guy. You anyway, know. what so my point? What our point is is, I mean, how many? How also? As much as I disagree with it, and I think it's stupid, but, oh, we've got this problem with with uh, Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security. Yeah, there wouldn't be a problem with huh. 50 million Maybe extra if there were pay, 50 million more people paying, paying into, into it, it. I don't know. Maybe it'd be a whole lot better. Yeah. Good grief. I can't imagine. Yeah. So, anyway. How much quickly would we have cured coronavirus? Uh, with 50 million extras, right? Doing whatever. Anyway, I believe that's our show. It It is, actually. So this is the first of our Thanksgiving week shows because we're going to do more than one if we have time. And and this is probably going to be the most intense of them. This will be the most intense. The rest of them will, will hopefully be, be... Hopefully very light. Lighter. <laughs> we just got to get this... Out it, of our system. See, it builds up, especially with elections and all this stuff. We probably will talk driving about driving roundabouts. Actually, that's what we're going to talk we'll about. Probably talk about roundabouts. We're going to talk about roundabouts again. Roundabouts and the and and the and the pile of. If you're from another state and you come here, learn learn the laws. There's please. a there's a website. Sempa. <sighs> Okay, we we can't go on this road because if we go down this road, this this show's going to be long. I'm just going to throw this out there: <laughs> if you're from another state and you come to Arizona, if you if you moved, there's a website. If you moved east to come to Arizona, <laughs> there's a website. <laughs> Learn the law. Sempa <laughs> is the organization that is in charge of our roads. <laughs> They have a great PSA video on their website on how to drive, on how the roundabout, roundabout works, and how it doesn't work. Please watch, watch the, the video. video. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's our show. And uh, we, you know what? No, I'm not apologizing. This was a good show. I enjoyed it. This was a very good show. And and if you haven't gathered. There's a lot of misinformation out in the world. There's a lot of, even even on the conservative end, there's a lot of, of things that they're just not quite getting right. Um, we've seen a couple of things from PragerU that are just... Well, it's it's the, this constant push left. Yeah. The, the center line is left. Yeah. And, and it needs to not, and, and we, we have to push back. So, 
Uh, that leads us, of course, to our closing, which is we really hope you learned something today because if you're not learning, you're dying. You're voting Democrat? You're voting Democrat. You're dying and then voting Democrat? You're dying and then voting Democrat. Which, to quote Michael Knowles from the other day and uh, the, the comment on his show by the pseudonym Bart Simpson, Republicans should add a tick to the to the death certificate on whether or not they want to vote Republican or not. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) So, anyway, we hope you learned something, because if you're not learning, you're you're dying. dying. So, So stay alive. 